This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. So the weather out there today, not great, but we've been getting you hyped up for the weekend for a few days now. Uh, weekend's going to be beautiful. Sunshine highs around 19 degrees Saturday and Sunday, Monday, Tuesday too. So we are going to get a little relief, but today it is going to be cooler around 6, maybe 7. Uh, there are reports that closer to London there could be some wet snow this morning. Rain expected today. There is a benefit, though, to the crummy weather we've been having, Jim. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed how beautiful the leaves changing are and all the colors are this year? They really do pop, don't they? <laughs> I haven't been. Honestly, I haven't really noticed until my girlfriend has been pointing out, oh, those trees are so pretty. I'm like, oh, eh, I guess they are. But they have been bright this year for sure. Well, uh, I pointed it out yesterday. We were driving down the 401 that's together, That's true. Jim. You did say that yesterday. Like, oh, look at the colors. And it's not in our imaginations or our girlfriend's imaginations. Experts are saying the vibrant fall colors are real this year due to lower temperatures, but not frost hitting us yet. Combined with a decent amount of rainfall, and that's where the vibrant colors come from. I guess there's three factors specifically that affect the colors of the leaves. The species of the trees, the length of the day, and the weather. Okay. So we're in the sweet spot here. We really are. Last year, colors were very dull because there was early frost, um, uh, and it was kind of warm, I guess. I guess it went warm late into the fall. So, yeah, this is a special year. So get those uh, Instagram photos going. Get apple picking Yeah, well, the getting's good. Yeah, the family photos. Get out your mm-hmm. khakis and your... Uh, your plaid. Y- your plaid shirts. <laughs> Red and black. Uh-huh. And get out there. Have the kids. Yeah. Dude, throw some leaves in the air. Uh, do the thing where you have the kid with mom on the side, dad on the other side, kid holding both hands, swinging in the air. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. This new Halloween movie, Halloween Ends, very polarizing. Hmm. People are not liking how they have wrapped up Michael Myers, his storyline. There's now a petition to remake the film. Already. Now, I, uh, I don't know much about it. I haven't looked into the complaints. I've just seen one of the issues is that Michael Myers, who is the Halloween franchise, may only be in this movie for like five minutes or so. I heard that too. I heard that too. It's funny how they say wrapped up his story. It's not wrapped up. They wrapped it up six times already. <laughs> There's no wrapping. We're going to do it again. They're, they're, we don't need a remake. We'll get one in four years. So maybe relax. <laughs> yeah. Well, better luck next time. Swing and a miss. There's going to be a lightning bolt that strikes sure. the ground and he comes back to life or some toxic waste is going to seep into his remains yeah. and he'll be He'll be back on a rocket ship to outer space, murderer. <laughs> Maybe he'll be on a submarine. Who I'm knows? Sorry. Where hasn't he been? Yeah, that was Jason, wasn't it? Yeah. Jason was in outer well, space. Well, then Michael Myers still can. He can give it a shot. Yeah, now. I, I think they'll. Uh, I think they'll figure out a way to make another one of these. But uh, the the big complaint as well, Jamie Lee Curtis. She's only got so many of these left in her, and I think she said this is it. Hmm. So this may be the last. Jamie Lee Curtis appearance in a Halloween movie. End of an era, I guess. But you never know. She she could get struck by lightning or toxic waste. Could... <laughs> when is she going to become the murderer? That's the twist we need. You know what I mean? Like that's... What if you just guessed it? What mm-hmm. if you gave oh, it away? That's why Mike Myers isn't there. 
What if what if Michael Myers has been in her head the whole time? Oh, and now she's we're talking. the one who's been doing the killing. Mm-hmm. Because I love that about the first Friday the 13th movie, that it's not... It's, it's not, not Jason. No, it's the old lady. It's the mom. Yeah. Right. So would that not be just a total ripoff of that if sure, they did it with what Halloween? Isn't, what isn't a ripoff? <laughs> what slasher movie isn't a ripoff <laughs> of the OGs? I think mm-hmm. Halloween was one of the first and, and Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you want to sign the petition, we'll post it on the Taz and Jim Facebook page. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. And we're going to tell you about a dust-up here. There was a, uh, a brawl at a Hooters restaurant down in Plano, Texas. Mm-hmm. Police saying that things got out of control. There was four juveniles who were in the Hooters, and they were going around table to table asking people to buy chocolate bars from them. Mm-hmm. You've seen this before, right? The, hey, will you support my uh, my sports team by a chocolate bar? Or, hey, we're selling chocolate bars for charity. Will you buy one of these chocolate oh, yeah. bars? Oh, yeah. Chocolate-covered almonds. Chocolate-covered so almonds popular. is a big one, too. Yeah. yeah. So th- these kids are, and I've always been, I've always been a little bit skeptical. Like, yeah, am I getting a receipt? Like, who knows where this money is going for real? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless unless I know the... Because it, people in the workplace will do this too. Uh, back in in office heydays when you actually had to go to work and you're sitting at your desk, you'd have someone whose kid is playing, you know, double-A hockey say, mm-hmm. hey, will you buy a chocolate bar from me to support my kid? You're pretty sure it's going to support the kid's hockey team. But when a stranger ask some kid you've never seen before they got the puppy dog eyes you know trying to make you feel guilty oh this is for a charity it's for it's hard to say no but how do you know the money's going where they say it is yeah if they have a girl scout or boy scout thing on you know they like that's a reassuring thing but if not i'd be skeptical well even you can you can find that stuff at goodwill right (laughs) It's true, I guess. <laughs> but at least they're putting in the effort for the ruse. Well, this is is not going to help people with the whole skeptical to with the the chocolate bar sales because these kids got kicked out of the Hooters. Mm-hmm. Eventually, interesting place to be uh, inappropriate. Can- I would say canvassing as a young person with the chocolate bar sales. Uh, the manager kicked them out. They started making a fuss because nobody was buying their chocolate bars. And then the manager kicked them out. When the manager brought them outside, uh, there was some men in a vehicle who got out with a metal pipe. A uh, customer and the manager were punched and kicked multiple times, assaulted with a metal pipe. The kids joined in and started beating the what? manager. Wow. Holy cow. The lobby window was smashed with a metal ashtray stand. Shattered glass called multiple Hooters employees to need stitches, which makes a lot of sense. There's not a lot of coverage. Those leggings are are thin. Oh, yeah. Wafer thin on those Hooters waitresses. Yeah, not designed uh, for safety. (laughs) Not OSHA designed by any stretch. The, uh, The man who was waiting for these kids with the metal pipe in the car 
also accused of stealing the manager's wallet and keys before he and the kids took off. <laughs> so this was clearly an extortion plan, essentially. Like they, it's, It doesn't sound very charitable, does <laughs> yeah. it? <laughs> it's like, a, hey, you guys want some chocolate? Because it'd be an awful shame if you didn't. Yeah. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Here's a text message from a listener, and I can't figure out whether or not they're being sarcastic or not says, hey, Taz and Jim, I can't believe you guys get paid to sit around and muse about movie titles. Way to go, boys. Keep up the great work. Love the show. <laughs> Sarcastic or serious? Well, he said love the show. But he could be, it could be love the show. <laughs> Hold on, then there's five thumbs up emojis. Oh, no, that's sarcasm. Condescending. <laughs> Oh, just responded. Two-thirds jealousy, one-third sarcasm, 100%, though. I seriously love the show. Oh, thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, We were talking earlier. It's been on my mind all week since I heard the news that the uh, movie Twister, mid-90s blockbuster Twister about the tornadoes, is getting a sequel. They're calling it Twisters with an S. I thought they should call it Twisters with a Z and make the Z the number two. Twisters. Mm -hmm. I I honestly hate how everything is misspelled now, though. Like, artist names or song titles, it's all spelt like how you would text it. It prob- Def, It's probably what they would Def do. Def Leppard? No, that was cool. That was before it was cool. I'll give them, I'll give them that. Aerosmith? What's wrong with that? A-E-R-O-S-M-I-T-H? What's, how's it, what is it? It's a made-up a- word. No, an Aerosmith is someone who makes arrows, Jim. It's like a blacksmith. Is it? Yes. I thought it was just like some nonsense. <laughs> Anyways. I thought it was like aeronautical something. <laughs> the, re- the reason uh, I wanted to get into this topic, we, we also said that if they're going to call the movie Twisters, there better be more than one tornado in it. Otherwise, you can sue the movie company for false advertising. Mm-hmm. It seems to be the hot thing to do right now. Uh, Barilla Pasta. It's a dry pasta brand is being sued because they have been advertising themselves as Italy's number one brand of pasta. Problem is, it's not made in Italy. And probably not popular in Italy, too. There's no way it's Italy's number one pasta anywhere. Italy's number one brand of pasta. Is that legally binding, though? Doesn't everything say they're the, you know, America's greatest or America's favorite cookie or whatever? Here's another one. This is from a couple days ago. Texas Pete Hot Sauce is being sued because it's made in North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> a man is suing T.W. Gardner Food Company, which produces Texas Pete Hot Sauce because it is not made in Texas. Wow. Is the San Francisco treat made in San Francisco? Rice aroni? Like, where, where does yeah. this end? Yeah. It could be... Uh, I mean, is Molson Canadian only made in Canada? Like, where do we want to draw the line? I think it is. Well, I know Coors uh, Original is the name of the beer in Canada. It's Coors Banquet if you buy it in the United States. Because they didn't want... Because it's made... The Coors Original is made in Canada. And it can't be called Coors Banquet unless it's made with, like, the special water that comes... Down from, the Crystal from Rocky the Mountains? mountains? Yeah. yeah. 
So there are some companies with a little more responsibility than Texas Pete and Italy's number one pasta brand. Okay. (laughs) Boston Pizza and New York Fries. I'm looking at you guys next. Are you brave enough to let me see your peacock? It's time for sports. Devin Peacock is our sports guy. And this segment is all about coaches backpedaling. Yes, Dave Roberts of the L.A. Dodgers uh, saying recently that he does not regret guaranteeing the fact that they would win the World Series, which he said back in spring training. The Dodgers won 111 games in the regular season. They were fantastic, but they uh, chunked it against the San Diego Padres, and they are out. And if I were him, I would regret saying it because the next time you make that type of a prediction, it means less because you just failed. I I don't know, though, because nobody remembers the guarantees that don't come through. Like Babe Ruth at the plate, he points to the outfield with his bat and then doesn't hit a home run. Nobody's bringing that up (laughs) in this day and age, but we sure bring up the time that he pointed into the outfield with his bat and then did hit a home run. Everyone remembers the guarantees that you make come true. Mark Messier, you know, Broadway Joe. But when you make these predictions in 2022, you've got social media, you've got all the different ways for people to remember, he is going to be reminded of the fact, hey, Dave, last year you said you were going to win it and you didn't. Why is this year going to be any different? There aren't uh, like 1,050 TikTok videos of Babe Ruth pointing to the outfield (laughs) with a a bat and then popping out. That helps. Sheldon Keefe from the Toronto Maple Leafs also walking back some statement. Yeah, his comments after their loss to the Arizona Coyotes, apparently... uh, bothered some of the star players that he called out. He said that their elite players did not play elite, and uh, Mitch Marner uh, talked to Keefe after the game. He did score. Nylander scored. John Tavares had an assist. The only elite player on the Leafs who didn't really factor into the game on Monday was Austin Matthews, so some of these elite players on the Leafs were saying, well, what do you want? Like, we, we actually put points on the board here. We just didn't win the game. And so Sheldon Keefe saying he didn't use the right words to convey the point he was trying to make following he meant the loss. elite player. <laughs> Austin, why didn't you score one too, Austin? I would just say, you know, for Sheldon Keefe, when you've already, after the opening night, criticized the entire team because you lost to Montreal, to be going back to the well so soon right after that, gives off the impression Keith might be feeling the pressure here, might be a little bit uh, desperate to really get off to a good start because for the Leafs, I mean, they, this whole group, coach, manager, player, they have not really met their expectations in terms of the how deep into the playoffs people think they can go. And so the early... Uh, you know, the only early move to make this year, if things don't go well for Toronto, is to get rid of the coach. You're not getting rid of Dubas. You're not getting rid of Matthews or Marner. You might get rid of Keefe. So I think his comments early on in the season kind of show where his mind is at, where he's feeling the pressure right now. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Have you heard the good news? Neither London or Hamilton made the top 25 rattiest cities in Canada list. Yeah, baby! (laughs) That's something to be proud of. That's great news. So London and Hamilton, not ratty enough. Yeah. I I would guess Toronto would be fairly ratty. 
Absolutely. It is number one. This least list was released by Orkin Pest Control. Yeah. So they, they only did the top 25. I don't know where London and Hamilton are, but Toronto, obviously, number one. Um, t- number two, Vancouver. Not a big surprise there either. I would have guessed Ottawa. All the rats up there. But number all three. All the politicians, all the rats Oh, on those are Parliament fat cats. Hill. Never mind. Um, number three was Burnaby. Number four, this is the most surprising on the list. Kelowna. Kelowna is pretty small. So why they have wow. so many rats? Number four is pretty wild. And then number five is Mississauga. GTA to be expected. But around uh, our area, we still have Brampton, number 18. Scarborough, number 11. North York, 22. Kitchener, Waterloo, stay Not off on the, the list. list. Crushing yes. it. Yeah, baby. Etobicoke, 24. Ottawa is number 14. Okay. I don't really see that many rats around here. I've only seen one rat in my life, and it came out from underneath my buddy's hot tub, and it was disgusting. Were you in the hot tub at the time? No, it was kind of decommissioned, thankfully. I think it was still warm, though, but I I think it was in such shape that nobody was going in it, and that explains why there was a rat in it, but it was, I had never (laughs) seen a rat tail in real life, and it was terrifying. They're gross, eh? Long and gross. And I'll, like, grab snakes. Like, I don't really care about animals, but the the rat, like, was disgusting. Did it have a little towel on? (laughs) <laughs> wrapped yeah. around it getting out of the hot tub one of these swingers rats with a couple of other rats gold chain around its neck <laughs> oh hey you guys coming in the oh, hot tub quick get out of here back to the van <laughs> when i was in new york city this past summer there was a vacant lot and my wife and i were like oh i wonder what they're building in there and we looked they had started digging down we looked in and it was like a hole full of rats you could see them just like, what were they doing? A squirrel and a little started, each other? Yeah, they were running everywhere. And we looked down, they were like right up to the fence. They were two feet away from us. The, the entire construction site was covered in rats. That's terrifying. Were they big too? I always hear like New York rats are huge. Mm-hmm. Normal size? Not the biggest rat I ever saw. Yeah. We had like an aqueduct in my neighborhood when I was growing up and you used to be able to go down there. I think they've gated it off now so kids can't play under there anymore. But we'd go down into this thing and I thought it was a raccoon one time. Oh, yeah. And we got close to it and this thing was just a honking <laughs> rat like <laughs> the size of a soccer ball. Oh, God. With that long tail that you love so much, Jim. Nasty. Anyways, that large rat invited me back to his hot tub, and we hung out for a couple hours. He was a pretty nice guy. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Getting closer to Halloween. I may be in trouble, Jim. Why? Uh, Waited too long to order Halloween costumes. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. What were you hoping to? Uh, B. Well, my, you know, my kids are into Austin Powers. <laughs> We've been watching the Austin Powers movies. No influence from dad there. My daughter, she keeps saying, uh, Daddy, Dr. Evil, me, mini me. <laughs> so she, she wants to be. She has her heart set on being mini me. Oh, my God. And, and me being Dr. Evil. Um, my son... Wants to be Austin Powers. My wife wants to kibosh the entire idea. Oh, I thought she was going to be one. Of, <laughs> I can't even say her name from the first one. Well, yeah, yeah no, yeah. no, she's not. Gonna, she's not going to be a lotta. <laughs> okay, good. Probably inappropriate. But I did throw out Fembot. That would be amazing. I just wouldn't mind having that uh, that outfit. Yeah, on hand in yeah. the in the bedroom. Why not? You know. Why not? Why well, only use it once? When I think about you, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Anyways, I think they jacked the prices of this stuff up before Halloween. Like The closer we get? Yeah, I went on one site, and the approximate shipping date, like the, the good deal I could find on costumes, the approximate shipping date was November 24th to <laughs> December 12th. That's not going to help Couldn't me out. Couldn't even narrow it down a month away. <laughs> and and the site that could deliver it before Halloween, the shipping was through the roof. Oh, yeah, that's how they get you, eh? Like 30, 40 yeah. bucks sometimes. Yeah, you waited too long. Oh, man. 10 Can, days is, out. See, because, like, the mini-me, the Fembot one, that's tough. The, the Dr. Evil, it is just gray pants... Right. But that gray weird side button shirt you need, it's like the buttons are further to the left or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, not, it's the not the traditional maxi. suit jacket, yeah. right? And if you're going to do it, you got to make it authentic. Mm-hmm. I don't know what we're going to do. Maybe we'll postpone. I'll order the, the cheap ones and we'll be the Austin Powers crew next year. We'll do something else this year. Yeah, order them November 3rd. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like the same with the Halloween candy, right? Yeah. Buy it the day after. You're, you're going to get a much better deal. And by next year, the candy will be shrunk to 70% the size. You'll be <laughs> a hero. The uh, I guess that's the problem when you're... Uh, looking for a pop culture costume from 1998. <laughs> <laughs> if it was 1998, I could walk into any store yeah. and get a Dr. Evil costume. Darn it. So plan ahead. Like, if you haven't started thinking of your, your Halloween costume and you think you're just going to hop on there next week and mm-hmm. get something shipped to your house, it's not the case, man. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. You know what I can't get off my mind? What? They're making a, uh, a sequel to the movie Twister. Mm-hmm. You're familiar with the tornado movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the 90s, it was huge when it came out. They're calling it Twisters. <laughs> it's the title of the film. But they're spelling it with an S and not a Z. I really think they should spell it with a Z, but make the Z a 2. It's been bugging me all week. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I see. I see what you you're saying. What I mean? Or at least works. in the trailer, the two morphs into the Z. Yeah, like know, a red Z like, or something. Yeah, blows in. <laughs> the two spins around and becomes a Z and goes on. But I guess the two could turn into an S as well if it just stopped. If it turns around, yeah, right. Yeah. So maybe they could do that in the trailer. I kind of I don't like this this thing where just call it Twister Two. I, I you're, you're on to something, Taz. That would be good if they are going to go that way. But it really bothers me when they try to add. I can't think. Aliens is a, is is one decent example of doing it right because the first movie had specifically one alien, and that was the whole thing. And then in the second movie, they go to the planet where all the aliens are. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah. But you can do it once. You know what I mean? It's been done. Just say Twister Two. Is there going to be multiple? tornadoes in this new movie. I, I guess there will be. There has to be. Otherwise, it's false advertising. Yeah, We'd yeah. have a lawsuit Boy, on our hands. I'd be disappointed. Or like, dude, Call Lionel Hutt. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see like a fun subtitle, too. I always like a twist or two. Let's twist again. You know, something like that. <laughs> Let's twist again. Like we did 20 summers ago. <laughs> Let's twist again. Let's have some fun with it. Well, Bill Paxton's obviously not going to be in the movie. He passed away, unfortunately. Mm. Helen Hunt, I think they're looking to get her back. That'd be cool. I, I Is do, Dolly going to make a reappearance? Yeah, I do hear the original cow has uh, <laughs> been contacted. They're going to have to have multiple cows fly by the, the truck now, Yeah, right? that was epic. <laughs> that was I love that. It was like, 
in a, in a serious movie. That was a weird moment. Yeah. The cool, ca- The cow almost looked right at the camera, didn't yeah. it? And said, help me. They yeah, were like, it's a living. <laughs> Twisters. Twisters. It's uh, tough to raise the stakes, man. I mean, if there's not sharks in, in my <laughs> tornadoes, is it even going to make me feel anything mm-hmm. nowadays? Mm-hmm. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. I think this is this is becoming a bit of a sensation here. We had on our show last week a musician from Kitchener-Waterloo. His name's Kevin Westfall, and he goes by the Canuck. <laughs> and he wrote a song about what it's like to drive on the 401. On the 401, the 401, just a typical day on the 401. You never know in Ontario what you see on the 401. And we told Kevin, can we use that song because we want to do an ongoing feature? I mean, lots of our listeners are on the 401 right now, Jim. Mm -hmm. So anytime there's something on the 401, you're going to hear a little little The Canuck (laughs) on the radio. And this is an interesting one. We've kind of seen this before, Jim. Yeah, often we see, and it's it's dangerous, but also entertaining because it's a crazy visual, but when a truck, a dump truck specifically, is driving on the 401 and the driver doesn't realize the box is still elevated. So they dump something and they didn't put the box back down. So it's way up and it will either hit an an overpass or one of those highway signs that goes over the roads usually and usually causes a big mess you'll see the truck jammed under the overpass or the sign falling on the road now in fairness to the 401 this has happened on the qew the 403 as well sure sure every highway in america and canada probably But this is a brand new one, Taz. I flipped my phone around and showed you this the other day. Because another dump truck has hit another overpass. This time it was a 401 near Mississauga, uh, approaching Mavis Road eastbound. And (laughs) the visual is the dump truck box is the only thing left under the overpass. So it stayed. The rest of the truck continued moving down the highway and completely wedged at about a 70 degree angle is the dump truck box, a red box how long you work construction before so you have a little more experience with this kind of stuff how long do you think it took the driver to notice that that box was gone a nanosecond <laughs> yeah. the moment that racket happens Can i bet you, you imagine the, it, the it, moment would, it would pull you back a yeah. bit even though it ripped off you'd think he'd, he'd be getting a bit of a jerk in that driver's seat yeah i would say you know something is wrong the moment your number two hits your jeans when you hear that sound <laughs> you go i'm in deep trouble here but it's funny because then down the road, about you know 400 meters, the truck eventually had stopped, and all you see is the hydraulic jack still in the air too, with no box. Uh, luckily, nobody was following that close because like it is a funny visual, but boy, that could be dangerous. Yeah, I, I guess that's a good tip here. If you are behind a dump truck on the 401 or on another highway, and it's got the box up in the air. <laughs> Get out the way. I have seen people tailing it and videoing it. And, and, you know, knowing that something's going to happen, it's like, why are you following so closely? Right. Keep your distance. Call the cops. Try to get the guy's attention. Maybe. Put your box down. No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. (laughs) On the 401, the 401, just a typical day on the 401. You never know in Ontario what to see on the 401.